How honest are you willing to be? It's a question that arises often in my work with clients, and it's a question that I've posed and suggested more times than not. And here are a few other questions that you will or have already heard me ask. Is that really true? Is that completely and wholly honest? And are you being honest with yourself right now? As I write this, I know that it's going to land exactly when you need to hear this message. It's one of the most important values of self that you could develop, together with loving kindness and respectful behavior that you uphold. Hello, this is Dorothy. In addition to the weekly format of this podcast in which I offer practical and spiritual wisdom that I lovingly share with you each Sunday at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I am so excited to offer a second format of amazing content. It's called Ask Dorothy. These episodes reveal the inner workings of what really happens inside a session of therapy and life coaching with me. Here I dive into the richness of content that each client brings to our sessions and how we best navigate what insights, teachings, solutions, and of course, healing and wholeness abounds. I know that listening will offer you much wisdom and guidance in the ways that bring to life what you need, and also how to implement the best practices and teachings that I share to honor all of what you seek and all of what you are becoming. In each of the Ask Dorothy episodes, you will also hear my candid observations and commentary and the process for how we arrive in a place of harmony, relief, clarity, understanding, and the true change that happens in each and every session because of a client's willingness to grow, to evolve, to move beyond their comfort zone and into the revelation of what they already know, what they learn to be capable of, and what they desire most for their life. My job is always to support a client's progress and to provide the right tools and best therapeutic practices to ensure that each client will reach their goals, including to be all that they wish to become. I hope you'll enjoy the Ask Dorothy series as an opportunity to have the knowledge and insight of what we can do together. If you have a question that needs my love and helpful guidance, please write to me. All right, so let's jump into this episode and ask Dorothy. Here's another thought. You are inherently honest. You learn how to misguide yourself from the truth, and it is a conditioned behavior that we are all taught early, largely unknowingly. Have you ever done something as a child out of curiosity or kindness, or maybe you wanted something and took it upon yourself to have this, but not in the right way? I'm not talking about a moment in which you were mean to a sibling and then scolded for it, 
rather a situation of innocence, in which you honestly intended no harm. And then you were asked about your actions or inaction in a tone and in a manner in which you knew that to answer the truth would find you in trouble. Have you ever done something as a child that either got you in trouble or somehow it didn't work out the way you thought it would and it became a life lesson, a teaching that would challenge your ability to be true to yourself, to be self-honest? Case in point, let's say that you are a curious four-year-old with a love of animals and a huge heart. Your neighbor's German shepherd next door had injured its paw, and for whatever had happened, the dog now had a large dressing wrapping its paw fully. The German shepherd was in its usual place in the neighbor's fenced yard, lying on the grass, attentive, unleashed, on guard. You approach slowly, softly, aware of the animal watching your every move, your intention to touch that paw, to gently pat it, to tell the dog it will be okay and to feel better. That curious, loving child was I, and as much as I was told not to bother the neighbor's dog, to leave it alone because it had been hurt and needed to rest, I was curious. I was fully intending to just touch gently and lovingly that bandage. Curiosity won out. I don't have a clear memory of what that bandage felt like, or if I actually did touch his paw, before the German shepherd reacted and bit me. And then everything from that moment was a little less clear. Now here it was pretty obvious what had happened. My cries followed by the obvious that I had been in the neighbor's yard, and I could not deny that I had done something that I was clearly told not to do. But even as I was being asked, in those chaotic moments that followed, and beyond my injury and the impending trip to hospital, I still needed to be honest. Yes, I tried to touch the injured paw. Yes, I had disobeyed my parents, even though my intentions were completely pure and good. Did I get in trouble? Yes. And a fearful trip to the hospital and stitches was no fun either. But the story isn't only about being honest and doing the right thing. It's about making peace with the fact that sometimes you are going to find yourself in an uncertain, unsafe, or even dangerous position, and not just physically. And in those moments, I hope that you will be guided by your intention to be kind, to be loving, to be of service, to care, to show compassion to live from your heart, and to understand that while your parents and caregivers often lean on the side of fear when it comes to putting your safety first, the lessons and the life experiences that you gain from honoring your truth and being self-honest to who you are will always serve you. 
I'm not suggesting that you take dangerous and unnecessary risks because you are an adventurist. That's not the message here. Rather, be clear about what is right for you and live honorable to yourself. I'm also not suggesting that this is an excuse to disavow and disobey and break the rules that are in place to keep us safe. But it is about knowing yourself well enough to gauge and assess any situation. And if it means needing to explain in advance to a partner or a friend or to your boss why you are compelled to do something out of the goodness of your heart, you will, with complete honesty, find a way to follow your truth and still make the right decisions that will carry you forward and honorably into the next moments of your life. One of the most important things that you could ever live by is self-honesty. When you practice this, it becomes a natural expression of who you are. Self-honesty becomes what you are known for and what others can rely on you for in all situations, which is why they seek you out for your honest input, guidance, and feedback. I also want you to think of self-honesty as your superpower. Together with loving-kindness, the honesty you hold with yourself and with others is how you convey and live your authentic power. It's powerful to practice self-honesty, to be self-honest because this is how you will make the right decisions. Even when your decisions will at times challenge you to face your fears, to step up, to be more, to live easier, and to feel happy naturally because in the moments when you have nothing to fear, you always have truth to back you. Find a way to be honest whilst delivering your message of truth with kindness and thoughtful of how you say what you say. Others will always respect and appreciate your willingness to be honest with them, even when your truth is not what they want to hear. Further, the power of self-honesty lives in how you learn about yourself and know yourself best. This is what builds self-confidence and self-worth, the value that you hold in who you are. Self-honesty is the doorway to positive change. When you are willing to be self-aware, to observe yourself in real time, and to reflect upon past situations and the behaviors that you are less than proud of, your self-honesty is what propels you to change and to face what is not helpful so that you can achieve the goals you seek and to live your highest potential. Personal growth needs the touchstone of self-honesty. Otherwise, you may convince yourself that what you have been doing and how you have been living is good enough even when you are not happy with the results, and as you rely on the distractions of blaming others or a situation 
rather than be accountable to yourself and self-responsible for doing better. Here is my practical wisdom for how to live self-honest. Number one, be accountable to yourself in all moments. This empowers you. Being accountable means asking yourself, am I being completely honest with myself and with others? Ask this question more in all of the moments of your life, and especially when you struggle to make a decision because of what you fear. Make what adjustments you need in order to continue along a path and in a direction that you experience to be best for you now and as you continue to evolve and transform. Most of us suffer because we continue to live what is not our truth. For example, you continue in a relationship, whether in business or in your personal life, that is no longer or perhaps never was right for you. Or you tell yourself that you must do something that is driven by your desire whether intrinsically or as the result of an external pressure to please another when in fact doing what is right for you means that you can then freely give to others out of your honest desire to do so. Others who love and support you will always want you to do what is right for you. If this is not what you are experiencing in one of your relationships, then someone may have an ulterior motive that only serves what is best for them. The honesty you hold and what you reveal to others will never hurt them. As long as it is your intention to not harm but to be wholly honest, then you may rely on your desired intention to fuel the outcome that you seek. Others may for a time be upset or angered by your revelation of honesty. Yet, when they look within, when they themselves are self-honest, they will realize that your words are never meant to hurt nor harm. That your words of honesty are meant to help them witness you and their own life from a place of expansive clarity, of truth, of positivism, and of love. You deepen your connection to others, and you become more trustworthy and reliable because of your word being consistently honest and true. Others can come to practice self-honesty in their own life, seeing that by doing so, it does not cause suffering. In fact, it allows for the release of the same. And a second and final example of the practical wisdom to live self-honest, ask yourself, in your words, inside your mind, or aloud, is this really true? And is what I am telling myself or speaking to others entirely honest and truthful? If the answer is not a resounding yes, then be willing to stop and correct yourself. Go within, know your truth, and be bold and courageous to live this as much as possible in all moments. Practice self-honesty because it frees you to live authentic, 
and aligned with your highest self, your soul consciousness. Practice self-honesty and honesty with others in all of your relationships as your new way of being in this new year and beyond. Honesty in your relationships means that others can rely on you to speak your truth with them, to share your honest thoughts and feelings, and to connect on an intimate and deep level in which you both support one another to be all of who you are. This is possible. You lead this by your example and your willingness to honor the other person's ideals, to live their truth. Uphold complete and whole honesty in your life, and it will always guide you along a path that reveals so much goodness. And of course, if you would like my help in deepening your practice of self-honesty, and in expressing your honest thoughts and opinions with those you care about most, please connect with me. You can reach out and book a session directly with me. I'll leave the information for you in the description. One more shout out before you leave. I wanted to share a few of your comments and reviews for one of my previous episodes. It's from season two and it's episode 65, the best part about a breakup. Thank you all so much for leaving your comments and reviews. I always appreciate hearing from you and I'm going to keep asking. So let me know how this episode has helped you and please share it out with others that you love and care about. So regarding the episode, the best part about a breakup, Valerie says, made me cry, made me feel, helped me heal. Thank you, Valerie. And Kat says, absolutely amazing. I will be listening to this every day, once a day to shift my energy on a conscious level and subconscious level. Thank you, Kat. And Barbara says, beautiful. I so needed to hear this as I got through a divorce. You're so welcome, Barbara. And to all of you who are leaving your comments and reviews, I thank you. It means so much. Sending you great love. This is Dorothy. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining me in this episode of the Wisdom Podcast. To hear more, please check out the other episodes right here. And I'd love for you to subscribe and share your feedback on this or any episode with me. And then join me at DorothyRatusny.com, where you'll find the wisdom blog, the inspiration for this podcast, the latest online courses that I teach, my YouTube videos, and the wisdom archives, which are an extensive library of guided meditations, mindfulness musings, spiritual teachings, and best therapeutic practices for your whole being, and to nourish and heal your life, plus many other special offerings of love. Please also visit me on social media and say hello. Allow yourself to go within, to access your inner wisdom, and to live this. Awaken your authentic power, Live your truth and be love.
thank you. This is Dorothy.